When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 11 o'clock, straight up. <laughs> on a live imaging Tuesday on the Travis and Sliwa show, Andy Kamenetsky sitting in for Slee. Travis getting coffee in the restroom. Shocking. <laughs> and unlike yeah. when, when I'm not here, when it's not a wit, Slee goes, no, don't start without Trav. So then we run 47 more promos. No. We start the show without you, Trav. Okay? Homeboy? Enjoy your bathroom break. We can extend them if you want. Can take nothing but bathroom breaks all day from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You're all kidding aside. This one's <laughs> taking a while. <laughs> yeah, no, he's back. He's right, back. There he is. <laughs> he's taking his time. It's great. What? Yeah. Look at him just strolling on in. It's cock a, of the walk. <laughs> it's no a 90s gr- whatsoever. It's a 90s grunge Tuesday. It Welcome is back, actually. Chuck. It would have been Kurt hey, Cobain's birthday. That's why. Oh, I'm happy birthday, Kurt Cobain, who changed music. Oh yeah, he did. 100. percent Ended hair metal. Yeah. Just by himself. Steel Panther still exists. Well, that's a different thing. <laughs> it's Kurt Cobain's birthday or the Nirvana album It drop? would have been okay. Kurt Cobain's birthday today. What did I miss? Well, you missed that. Okay. You missed re- ripping you, saying that if you want to keep taking bathroom breaks, they're too long. Unlike when Slee's here, like, don't come back without him. We're coming back. And that's you, fine. We can arrange for you to take nothing but bathroom breaks from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Fine. Do no, not, not fine. The, the station needs you. <laughs> Go ahead. You do Rams free post and half. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Guy, you can threaten me all you want. Eventually, it's going to happen, so I'm, I'm ready. Whenever, <laughs> whenever you're ready, I'm ready. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. you got 10 more years. I'll take 10. Like if, I'll do a 10-year deal if you want to put one in front of me. We can do that. Nah. What do you think, Andy? He would have been 57. That's Kurt amazing Cobain. how young he was. He would have been 57. He was, was he in his 20s? He was, 20, he was yeah. uh, the age, 27. Oh, yeah, that's the number, right? Yep. Janis Joplin, Jimmy, James Dean, Jimmy Jimi Hendrix. Twenty seven, you said? Yeah, Jim Morrison. Yeah, I so that's Saturn's return. So uh, in astrology, a lot of things happen to you in your twenty seventh year. So uh, um, it's kind of when everything kind of shifts. Like your outlook is supposed to shift on life, and big things should happen to you in that year. Like relationships either crumble or are made, and all that stuff. So twenty seven is a formative year in astrology. Um, yeah, so. I'm 27, so I kind of feel really connected to it right so, now. <laughs> okay, I was all right, all right. So is it, it which of the two versions of 20? Are you having the good um, one? I don't know if I'm having the good one, <laughs> but it's okay. We'll we'll talk about it later. Well, let's let's make sure we have the good one. That's what I want to make sure that we get done. When we start voting, we are making a campaign for producer Emily this year for producer of the year. Absolutely, well, thank you guys. I'm putting the full weight of my cabinet. You behind should, me. you should. It it she's the right choice. Well, let's uh, cut this up. No, I, look it. it I mean, Lindsay called her three-peat last year, so we got to have someone take off the I'm not going to do- I'm So not did Patrick gonna, Mahomes, but that I'm, doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm not going to stoop to negative campaigning. I'm not going to talk you-know-what on the others. I'm just saying I know what she does every day, and I doubt that anybody else is doing what she does every single day. Oh, Emily this. puts in the work. She absolutely puts campaigning in the work. Campaigning And it's has her begun. 27th year, Saturn return. Is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, the Saturn return. It's the Saturn return, so we're going to put all these things together. Here's the problem, though. People are going to say, she's 27, she's too young for all these accolades. <laughs> There'll be more time. Mahomes has already gotten There'll be all more flowers. Time. You know, they said that about Al Pacino for years and years, and then they eventually had to give it to him for we're, six I was born the same the year day. as Nikola Jokic. Oh, beautiful. Oh, wow. 
And he already has two MVPs. What was the last great Pacino movie? The last great. We're, we're, so I initially said Heat, but then we yeah. realized what came after. I think Heat? it's Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco no. came on, came the, after the Heat. The Insider right? was after that. The Insider was okay. a great movie. Insider, yeah, he was good in that. Um, Insomnia was really good. Eighty-eight minutes. That's a Robin Williams one. Yeah, Insomnia oh, yeah, that was really good. good. Eighty-eight minutes. What year did that come out? Uh, I liked it here. You didn't like eighty-eight minutes? <laughs> no, Why? Which one's that? But he wore that great watch. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's eighty-eight minutes? I'm yeah, not... There's there's a thing that it takes eighty-eight minutes to solve a crime. That was around the time he did that movie with De Niro, Righteous Kill. That was supposed yeah, that to be like a... the reunion. oh that came out that late. Around the same time. Oh, I didn't realize that. Righteous Kill is so What about so Two bad. for the Money? <laughs> <laughs> two for the Money was good. No, it wasn't. He had like the heart issue. No, it wasn't good. That's the gambling one, right? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he was the he was the the calling guy. And McConaughey. But McConaughey. <laughs> it's not a Pacino movie, but he gives a really good performance in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh really? Yeah. He, yeah. It's a really good I haven't performance. seen it still. I, know, I don't I know. love the Irishman. Like oh, the Irishman's it, awful. It was so bad. Yes. I tried the, and I tried and I tried and so I couldn't long. get through it. It's too long. The CGI is weird. Yeah. Oh, the God. performances are not the the only performance of the three that's decent is Pesci's. It was a crime because De Niro's one of the all time great kickers in films. Like if you watch him stomp that guy in Goodfellas, <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah. is prime <laughs> kicking. Yeah, and then they right. did they, that's they a did great that, category. They did that CGI of De Niro trying to kick that guy outside the grocery store, like the little mini mart, the bodega. And it's so obviously CGI'd, it's a disgrace to De Niro. In casino he didn't kick, I don't think. He got blown up, but he didn't outside the Tony Romas. But he Mo, didn't most kick. of the violence was committed by Pesci in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say um Is that your pen? <laughs> yeah, it's my pen. What's up? What is it? What's it to you? Is this my pen? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Insomnia is the last great Pacino movie. It was okay. It then wasn't ter- it wasn't terrible, but it, I I think the Insider the Insider really the Insider good. was after Donnie Brasco. Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. That that's I'm gonna go heat that question. My problem with Donnie Brasco it's a great performance and it's an incredible movie, but he's depressing. He's a depressing figure. Well, that's why I think it's so good because it's one of the few movies where he plays a loser. Did anybody he, see House of Gucci? No. No. Because I liked that movie. I don't know if I necessarily thought like Pacino was the best. But person it's not in the a movie. great movie. Yeah, it's, it's not a great movie. I'm just like that's that was recent and it was fine. Think think about him in Donnie Brasco. It's the only movie where he's a chump, where he gets played the entire movie. No, where yeah. He's never in charge, and that's why I like the performance as much, is because he's usually the guy that's running the show. Right. And he gets played, and he's the dummy the whole time. He's stupid. He's <laughs> taking advantage of everybody. It's terrific. Okay, I just went to, I, I had to now go to the IMDb page for Pacino to just see if we're forgetting anything. He's apparently been in because this is 2023 bad bunnies monaco video now, that i have no idea but, but al pacino was apparently in it as himself oh he played like much like demarco in the uh nelly video nelly video yes, <laughs> yes al pacino played himself in a bad Speaking bunny of demarco video. far i'm not giving up the fact that he is trying to bring a ringer into our pickleball madness tournament on saturday march 23rd in the city of found valley you could see our team names for the 710 teams which James Wynn, who we don't know who that is, who's DeMarco's partner, we, nobody has a clue. But you can see the team names at ESPN Los yeah. Angeles on social media. Has he responded to you, Em? No, he's ghosted me. Does he usually respond quickly to He's a gutless bum. Yeah, you? DeMarco usually responds to me like right away. Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, let's do it. And he has been so silent. And it's this rare a, that he's silent for This me. is an outrage. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the gutless bum list, which includes Darvin Ham, Dave Roberts, me, 
Uh, are you on that list? Not to my knowledge. Are the Rams on that list in some way? The, oh, for sure. Uh, Sean McVay, I believe, at one point was a gutless bum, according to Chris. Who else am I forgetting, Chris? Is Doc Rivers on there? Doc Rivers on nah, that list? I don't, come on, Doc Rivers. He coached the Clippers. Who cares? Well, you might care about the Clippers sooner than later. They're we, pretty good. How many times have we said this? This is different. Listen, I like to, rip, I like to rip on the Lakers and LeBron because it gets engagement, but come on. This is different. This is different. Yeah. As though the other years weren't different. Yeah. We're really, Travis is becoming, everybody get ready to type like crazy on Twitter and Reddit. Travis is now becoming pro Clippers guy. No. I'm just saying, look, I, I was the Are you going to be an apologist like you are for the Rams and the <laughs> I'm Dodgers? I'm not an apologist for the Rams or the Dodgers. Well, Matthew Stafford. I am a Dodger fan. I'm a Rams fan. I'm an apologist for neither. The Clippers don't need anything other than to just keep doing what they're doing. There's no thing that has to break their way. They might be the best team in the entire half of the draw. Great. It's February. Right. Yeah. What's your point? Call me in June. When we're getting ready for the Mandy's and the NBA Finals are underway, you think you're going to see the Clippers? I like the, the oh. order of operations. The Mandy's and then the NBA Finals. Well, I mean, you unless the Lakers are in it, I'm not really that concerned. What will the mood be like if the Mandy's are taking place during the Clippers final? Clippers-Celtics <laughs> Finals. Well, first of all, Clipper Darrell will be my co-host. You know me. I will flip like a dime. I'll come out in a Clippers suit. <laughs> the half blue, half red one. Exactly. Clipper Daryl. Custom made. Yeah. 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 You're with me. They're good. Very they're, good. They're, and it's not I, There's nothing look, weird happening. I get it if people don't believe in the health of Kawhi. You don't believe in the health of Paul George. You don't believe in the health of James Harden. You look back on some of Harden's playoff disasters. Fine. I That stuff all exists, but this Clippers team is really good. And they don't have a lot of weaknesses. The one weakness that I think is a real one, and I, I, we'll see how it shakes out, who's in charge. And I'm not talking about Ty Lue. I'm talking about when the end of the game, with the Lakers, you know what they're going to do. With the Nuggets, you know what they're going to do. The Warriors, you know what they're going to do. The Celtics, you know what they're going to do. Who's in charge of the Clipper team? It's the last possession. They're down a point. What happens next? Do you mean who, where does it start? Do you mean who takes the shot? No, or? like who's the one that's going to set the whole thing in motion? Who's the one that's going to be the We know that that last possession of the most important Laker game of the season, LeBron James has the ball in his hands, and he's going to feel either shoot it, pass it, go to the hoop, whatever it's going to be. I think the answer is Kawhi. Yeah, I don't it's Kawhi. Think it's you don't think it's Kawhi? It's Kawhi. He doesn't have the ball in his hands as much as James Harden does. But he's taken all of those last second shots. Yeah. Okay. And, and he's a, he is okay. a killer at getting to his spots. I know it's not Paul George because that's not how he rolls. But I think you got a two headed monster. I think you got Harden and Kawhi. I think you got two guys, and it's not as easy as you guys are making it out to be. The only person close to Jordan and Kobe with the instinct to kill, meaning that final shot, is Kawhi, in my opinion. That has that, you pretty much are sure that he's going to make it in those moments. He's a robot. He is a robot. Yeah. <laughs> he's something. You I mean, can't what, say LeBron because LeBron, miss, LeBron misses a lot of those shots. When Kawhi is healthy, that dude's a Terminator. No, I, I, no, he, he's, he's something. I, I don't know if he's what you guys are describing. If I, they I, win I, the finals, will you apologize to James Harden for your commentary just a few months ago? Well, calling him a quitter? Yes. Yeah, he is a quitter. But not so far with the Clippers he has. He only quit on his first three teams. I think the fourth <laughs> time is going to be different. Well, he's in L.A. This is home. <laughs> well, he, he quit on the Rockets. He quit on the Sixers. He quit on the uh, Nets. And we'll see. Maybe he just really this likes This is different LA. now because it's become pretty clear not everyone's going to give him a contract. So he can't well, he keep needs quitting. the next one, right? right he, needs, he, he can't quit until he gets the, the contract completed. And that's not until the offseason. Yep. So he's not going to quit. At I, least for another eight months. If they win the finals this year, LeBron's going to knock on that door. 
Hey guys, Not you know what you chance. need? You guys know what that, you need? By the way, that would be amazing <laughs> would be, if he did. As as a villain, if he turns villain, like when Hulk Hogan left the WWF <laughs> for the NWO. What color, what color then does LeBron dye his hair? Blonde. <laughs> blonde? Yeah. He goes blonde. It's, he's got to go like he goes reverse, reverse Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Or uh, the Simon Phoenix from Demolition <laughs> Man. <laughs> Best Wesley Snipes movie <laughs> since we've already done. He should just uh, do it all over again. Get Jim Gray, do the decision. Get up there with Kawhi and Paul George and James Harden. Do it and in an L- 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 Boys and yeah, yeah. Girls Club. Guys, taking we're going to win to Inglewood. <laughs> not one, not two, not three. Not, I kind of like this idea. But you're a great heel. It'll be a great heel turn. I don't. Yeah. I mean, that's an exceptional heel turn. <laughs> it might be the greatest in NBA history. But the thing is, okay, let's play. Seven ten ESPN. They, now you're home for those <laughs> those Lakers Clippers games. Mean a lot more now. They win the title. Does it? I, I know it's a big story in NBA circles. I don't think it's a big story in LA circles. If it's they like win the, the finals. It's like the Angels winning the World Series. It's like yeah, cool. Uh, where did the Dodgers start? Well, they, it just, doesn't cut through. It'll be filled with Lakers fans well, saying, okay. "Oh, win sixteen the, more." Of course it will. Yeah. But thing. that's a Lakers story. It may not cut through immediately right now. But what they would hope for is it's the beginning of building something where in, say, five to ten years, it automatically cuts through. Like, they're never going to replace the Lakers. Like, the no. Lakers have too much institutional history But does the city get behind it the way that you would if the Dodgers or the Lakers or the Rams go to the Super Bowl? Or even if the Raiders went to the Super Bowl right now, yeah, this city you know would be fired up. Oh, to yeah. some degree, yes, because there are casuals who latch on to anybody in L.A. that's Even the, the Clippers? Yeah. Because they're casual. Also, you have an owner that will spend such an amount of money that the parade will probably toilets. be like 40 miles of Los Angeles. <laughs> and toilets for everybody at the parade. You all get your own toilet. You don't have to go to some shared porta potty. Well, everyone you don't, gets you don't their have own. to do that. <laughs> don't bring up the riff thing. Yet. Well, I'm, you started it. I was dehydrated. I, well, that's what you said. But that was that that dehydration episode took place in a hurry. Well, that's what happens. When, that's why you got to drink your electrolytes, kids. And here's the thing. Slee made me have a cocktail with him mm-hmm. after we were done working. The hydration levels weren't there for a cocktail. So the t- One? Especially out in the sun, I had two. Especially out in the sun. <laughs> and the second one, he ordered, and it was like- was it strong? So, it was strong. What happened? Did you have like a heat stroke or something? Not a heat Not stroke. A heat I just, stroke. <laughs> just had to, you know, I had to use yeah. the restroom. Twice that, for a while. Well, you, listen, I'm a, war- <laughs> I'm a larger man. With a backpack and stuff. So when you got to squeeze yourself into a porta potty, it's not easy. And here's the thing. You want to make sure you're not coming back, which I ended up having to come back. And then there were times where Trav may have knocked on the door <laughs> and said, hey, are okay, you okay? I, I just want to ask you this. How long would someone have to be in there before you would say, hey, we're good? Particularly in a porta potty where yeah. you know everybody wants to get out as quick right. as possible. Ten minutes. Yeah, it was longer than that. Ooh. <laughs> Past 10 minutes, you're worried about death. I, I, I a couple of times, I said, we, we're good? Yeah, we're good, Trav. Stop asking. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to keep asking because I was was concerned. There were a couple of couple of Well, I mean, at that point, way. Chris, though, you're feeling pressure because you know everyone's waiting for you. You know they're, they're clocking Well, the second time, time it was there. just Trav. <laughs> like, the first time was Slee and Cody was out with us doing social media and stuff, but the second time but I'm just was saying, just it's trap. a very watched pot never boils type situation. <laughs> well, and the problem was, I feel that the staff around the pots... They knew that I was in there for a while, so when I came out, they were all looking at me. Yeah. I mean, you like, were oh, like, the big guy was in there. I wonder what he is. Is this today. becoming Instagram Live? Like, are people just watching this? Arm? Even if you didn't know where Chris had come from, if you had seen him five minutes later, you're like, he just went through something. You, 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 had, you had that thousand yard stare going. Do you have the sweats? 
It was warm. <laughs> it was warm. It's like 60 degrees. Wasn't that warm? Did he look like ready to check himself into a facility? <laughs> I was asking if he was okay. And I'm glad that, look, you look much better today. You're not the Jedver electrolytes this morning? Oh, yeah, no. There you go. I was off on my electrolyte thing. We had an early start to the day. By the way, you want to come out and see me drink electrolytes or eat, watch Travis eat pizza? Friday, March 26th, 22nd, in the city of La Mirada. I think this might be the station's first event ever in the great La Mirada. I grew up in Whittier, which was right, ne- right next door to La Mirada. Pizza Hut. Okay, right there in La Mirada, 12218 La Mirada Boulevard. It is going to be our March Madness party, party, oh, party. Travis Lee are going to be broadcasting live from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. The doors are going to open hopefully around 9 a.m. We're going to hang out till 2, drinking beer, eating pizza. And we've got a 75-inch Sony 4K HDTV to give away wow. to somebody who attends. Plus, we're going to have other prizes. There's going to be Travis and Sliwa menu hacks. Look oh, at that. Let's go. I think you guys are going to design those on Thursday when Pizza Hut comes in. I like it. Is Slee going to be back on Thursday? He's back on Thursday. So there we go. There you go. So be sure to join us. That's the second day of the tournament. Take the day off work. Quit your job. Who cares? Start setting it up right now. Like, put something on the books now so when it comes around, it's like, oh, he's had that on the books since uh, And we're going to go back-to-back days. First day of the tournament, we're going to be at all day long, the Islands. Island by Islands Restaurant in the city of Manhattan Beach, right there in the village. Okay. Not far from the restaurant Joey or Tin Roof Bistro. It's in the right there with the little mall. So we'll be there on that Thursday, the first day of the tournament. Second day of the tournament, Travis Lee live from the Pizza Hut in La Mirada. So, and then Saturday, pickleball. So you could spend three days with us. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot Take of Take a picture together. with us every day to kind of see the progression. <laughs> <laughs> I the before and after shot. Absolutely. All right, JJ Reddick on Doc Rivers and uh not a fan, I don't think. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Live Imaging Tuesday on the Travis and Sleeva Show. 
This song's about Saturn's return, correct? Uh, yeah, so I did a little looking it up to make sure I was actually expressing myself clearly about this. So when Saturn returns, it means that you evaluate every aspect of your life to ensure that you're fulfilling your greatest potential. And that apparently whenever the Saturn is out of your... So you return to where Saturn was in your original birth chart, and after it's done, then you're prepared for the rest of your adult life. So this is kind of like the post, like the end of your 20s, rethinking of things. Do you get another one at 54? Uh... I, it's every nine and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. See, you get it all here on the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. Some astrology today. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no. Right, homeboy? Are you a believer? Huge. I'm a Virgo. But there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of stuff going on right now in uh, my chart, as they say. Uh, so I have, I have an official astro. You know, I've done the chart. Are they in Fullerton? No. It's Woodland Hills. It's <laughs> <laughs> so not everything's in Fullerton, man. Most of it is. You can find a lot in Fullerton. Astrologist, manicurist, therapist, uh, trigger point therapist. Uh, yeah. bar- where's your barber? Orange. Orange. Oh, okay. yeah, we're going to call that Fullerton. you got a whole team of people. Everything you, in the DTF, the downtown Fullerton. That's right. It takes a village, my friend. It does take a village. <laughs> but it also takes planning. The way you've done a consolidation, it's impressive. Let me tell you, and now that I'm here more, under the uh, the last few several months, if you will, it's it takes a lot more. You know, Working from home four days a week was much uh, easier to get everything in. But now, you know, you got to, I feel like the rest of the world. You got to get dressed up. You got to come in here. You got to perform. Speaking of which, I do like your suit a lot. I like the little accent on your uh, lapel you so right there. Again, there. the great Raj Kaswani, Kaswani uh, Clothers in Sherman Oaks right there on Ventura Boulevard, Ventura Boulevard. He does all my stuff. He's the best. Sometimes, it, you know, this jacket, we were expecting from Andy's one. The it's fabric nice. got delayed. Listen, timeline got effed up. You know how this goes. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Better down here than up there. But it came and it's beautiful. Okay. So thank you, Emily. Is that his design, or did you ask for a little blue accent? He designed it all. He does Pretty it all. He, does it. he takes Pretty care good. of it. Yeah, I guess he does. I want to play this for you. This is J.J. Reddick this morning on First Take, talking about Doc Rivers, who, since he's taken over for the Milwaukee Bucks, they are 3-7 and seven with him. Keep in mind, they were 32-14 and 14 with Adrian Griffin. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm-hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no. <laughs> there's never accountability with that guy. Let me uh, – I'm going to back up here a little bit, Andy. Just tell me which part of that wasn't accurate. <laughs> Because I couldn't find the lie in any of J.J. Reddick's statements. Everything I heard right there, I'm like, yep, yep, oh, yep, that's right. What seemed to spark this was uh, Doc Rivers over All-Star Weekend did an interview with, I I apologize, I don't remember the writer's name, but with Clutch Points, talking about the James Harden situation, which very publicly ended badly between Harden and Doc Rivers. And he said that the Clippers reached out to him and he basically like advised them, yeah, you should make this trade. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know, facilitated is the right word, but you know, they cared a lot about my perspective on this, and I think he's literally might have been like, of course, yeah, they did. And you know, he, he, talked about he being, godfathered it. He right. gave it its, it's his blessing, right? And he talked about being happy for Ty Lue because I hired Ty Lue. Like with Doc, there is often a lot. There's a pattern of this. Yeah, a lot of credit seeking. He likes to seek out credit. He likes 
He gets very put off at the he idea that you're not to, giving him credit. So credit, I, I'm okay with it. I, you know, one of the things that my wife Susan and I will always do is when one of us will do something that is good, for, like do the dishes or whatever, clean up the house. It's like, hey, I need my credit. Like, give me credit for doing the thing. I, I'm team credit. Okay, I like to be recognized when I do something and want it. But basically what you're asking for is you want to be responsible for, I, I did this good thing over here, give me my flowers. Well, if the Clippers win a championship, Doc should get half a ring. Well, the, the problem with him is, is it seems every time something doesn't go the way that he would like it to or the thing that he actually is directly involved with and it's going badly, it's, oh, my guys were in Cabo. Oh, my guys weren't listening. Oh, they didn't do what I was supposed to do. Hey, Ben Simmons didn't shoot. All of these different things, it's like, yeah, okay, fine. One time you get the, hey, man, look, I was doing the damnedest thing I could, but they wouldn't execute what I was trying to tell them. But when it happens in Orlando and it happens in L.A. and it happens in Philadelphia and it happens in all of these other places, then you need to, if you want the credit for all of the things that uh, J.J. Redick is pointing out, then you have to take a lot of, if not all, of the responsibility when it fails. Right. And he doesn't seem to be anxious to do that either. And it should be pointed out that J.J. Redick was coached by Doc with the Clippers. Yep. He was there... He was JJ Redick was, I believe, there for the whole Donald Sterling mm -hmm. affair and Doc Rivers by multiple accounts. And we'll eventually be seeing a depiction of this with Ramona's show on FX yep. uh, off the Sterling affair. But like Doc got a lot of credit for helping shepherd the Clippers through that very public turmoil. And he also got a lot of credit for, remember with the Celtics, the Ubuntu, like the. I don't. The, I. It's an African word or phrase. I don't remember. It has something to do with like togetherness or okay. I don't remember the exact translation. And that's kind of their. But like, remember the big three mantra? Yeah, like pulling okay. them together, the money in the ceiling, yeah. all, all of that stuff. Early in Doc's career, he was seen a lot as this leader and like this galvanizing, galvanizing force. And over time, what it has seemed like to me, at least, is he's very good in those situations when things are good. When things start fraying, he's not necessarily great at putting it back together again. He's not the same galvanizing force. If anything, it seems at times like he's more of an alienating force. And it seems like his greatest skill is jumping on at the right time. Like, And by the way, I'm not even saying that as a bad thing. You know who else was really good at that? Phil Jackson. And and it's not an insult like, hey, you know what? This thing's about to pop and I'm the thing that can get them over the top. That's really good news. But when it doesn't go over the top and it goes off the cliff... And it's like, well, it's because they didn't do what I suggested that they do. That doesn't work for and me. And speaking of jumping right in when it could be good for you, Patrick Beverly, of course, weighed in Ooh. on this. Patrick Beverly is now coached by Doc Rivers in Milwaukee. Okay. Was once coached by Doc Rivers with the Clippers. Sure. And he responded on Twitter with to J.J. Redick, this man, Doc, actually saved your career, started you when no one else wanted to. Then you retire and go on TV and say that also should be noted. J.J. Redick is actually in the seat once occupied You're right. by Doc right. Rivers, which, I mean, nothing nefarious J.J. Redick did. Doc wanted this coach with Milwaukee. I'm just saying there's a lot of connection points to which J.J. responded. Let me find it quickly. I just wish this were coming from somebody other than Patrick Beverly because he's always going to be the one that weighs in on these kind of things. Oh. I, I really wish it were somebody other than him saying this stuff because it would carry a lot more weight with pa him. Patrick Beverly jumps into every yeah. single 
fray also with Patrick Beverly because he just talked about with the Bucks that what he loves about being a part of this team is everybody has the right attitude. They all want to win. They're all playing for the right things. Patrick Beverly says this about every team that he joins, says every team he left always had the wrong priorities. It's Patrick Beverly's way of saying every team is better when I'm on it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> when uh, I'm a part of it. AJ Reddick said this. He says, Pat, my guy, I had four-year offer with other player options for the same money to be a starter for a different team. FOH, quote-unquote, saved my career. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the right way to handle that. And again, responding to Pat Bev means that Pat Bev won. Because that's all, all he wanted is the back and forth. Doc, Doc's exactly what J.J. Reddick suggested that he is. Fact Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Chris and I took the ride to uh, Riv last week in the Chevy Silverado High Country, Andy. Ooh. And we rode in style. We had a very long ride back to uh, the train station after that. But we got to do it in style all over again. So if you've been thinking about, hey, you know what? I saw that Silverado on the road. I got to go check that out. Hey, I saw this other Chevy car or truck that I've been really thinking about. Get yourself into Rotola Chevrolet because they're going to have all the selection that you can imagine, every make and model that you could ever come up with. They're going to have the pricing that's not going to be beat. But what they only have at Rotola Chevrolet is customer service that is second to none. It's like Mike Capozio's absolute ethos every single day he makes sure that you get treated like the most important person on that lot because that's exactly what you are and he makes sure that his entire team executes it every single day to the tune of 13 consecutive dealer of the year awards think about that that's like winning mvp 13 years in a row that's what they've done at rotola chevrolet so if you've been thinking about it going out to the store right off the 210 freeway sierra avenue exit right there in fontana you can't miss it and if you can't get out there go online RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com, and make sure you tell them that Travis sent you. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 25 minutes in front of a, a noon on a live imaging Tuesday on the Travis and Sliwa show. It is that time you wait for every day around 1130 ish when producer Emily takes the reins of the show. We call it Factor Cap. All right, guys. I'm I am right into it. Uh, so yesterday was the People's Choice Awards. We're having a big award season right now, but the People's Choice Awards is what's voted on by the people. So Adam, Adam uh, Sandler was voted as the People's Choice Icon of the Year. Okay. And so he got up there to accept his award. And I'm just going to play a snippet of his acceptance speech, which is about five minutes long, but this is the beginning of that acceptance speech. So when my agent called me and said I won the People's Choice Icon Award. I, I was driving, I had him on speakerphone, and I was also eating Frosted Flakes, and I, 
I didn't hear, I, I think I misheard him. I thought he said, uh, congratulations, Adam, you won the People magazine Sexiest Man Alive. So, anyways, I, uh, I, wrote, a, <laughs> I wrote a speech for that. And uh, I don't have one prepared for the icon thing, but I'm going to do the, the speech I wrote and because they said I got to talk a few minutes, so let's get to it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Adam Sandler. And I, and I am the sexiest man alive. Can I get a hell yeah? All right, so then he goes on to say all these great things about, you know, how sexy he is and how he is so accepting to get this award. So, uh, when you think sex appeal, you think Adam Sandler. <laughs> Travis, Dr. Cap. Uh, Cap, but he does seem to surround himself with the right people, right? That he always has Jennifer Aniston. She presented near him. him with the award. I know she did. I, I was flipping around and I saw the whole thing and. They obviously have an unbelievable uh, relationship I, that he knows how to connect with people. Maybe not like sexy in the sense that a model may be sexy, but he certainly has appeal to very other beautiful people. Morales? I love Adam Sandler. I loved him from the comedy albums way back when, which I don't mm-hmm. even think you could get away with back nowadays. Nope. Uh, all, the the movies where he was great, he's a great. Uh, he comes on the Dan Patrick show all the time. He's just great. How can you how can you dislike Adam Sandler? Even even and he switched up with Uncut Gems. Yeah, he's, he's so a good, good actor. He is. He's yeah. also good in Hustle. He is uh, good yeah, hustle. that's what that's what it's called, right? That yeah. movie that was on Netflix. Yep. Yeah, uh, Andy. Um, I mean, he's not necessarily. I think the textbook definition of sexy as traditionally defined. <laughs> oh, he's sexy, but he's he's making it work for him. Plus, yeah. he surrounds himself often with other. Less traditionally unsexy males, <laughs> right. which helps it's, out. It's a good, it's a good plan. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean. You know, like name the hot guy that he does a lot of movies with. Exactly. Like traditionally defined as hot, none of them. Kevin James. Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James. Rob Schneider. Like yeah. you go down the list. David Spade. He puts Spade though has managed to date all models somehow. Yeah, Spade. Well, I mean, Spade's but got you are correct. <laughs> you are again a little tip, gentlemen. Just make them laugh. Okay? Yeah, make them it's worked for me in my life. He presents himself in a way where he sets the bar low, putting himself high. Right. Cody? I'm going to go fact. It's He's in with the times. He's got the dad drip, the dad bod. He's like dad sexy, you know? <laughs> yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah, dad sexy. All right, so uh, Justin Fields apparently has unfollowed the Chicago Bears on his Instagram. So that means he's leaving. Oh, no, what's going to happen? But... Got me thinking. I don't do this very often. I don't go and unfollow people that I have beef with or whatever. I just don't go. I just don't actively curate my follows and unfollows. Uh, I just kind of let it happen. So you have ever unfollowed someone to make a point, Morales? Factor Cap? Yes, and not until recently. Actually, I never unfollowed somebody, but recently I did. Yeah, the gutless. They were gutless. They just were no longer needed in my life. Ah, <laughs> interesting. Andy. I mean, I. Keep on. I keep blocking all of these porn bots. I guess trying to make a point, like, "Hey, porn bots, stop latching onto our Twitter account," because I don't want our followers to potentially end up filled with all those porn bots. But we're not making our point apparently, because more porn bots keep appearing. 
It's like an octopus or a starfish. You tear off its legs and eight more grow back. Yes. I mean, I guess just Lakers, just Lakers is a good SEO for porn bots Ah. because they... They're following us. Trev? No, I, I, I am not an unfollower. I, I don't have a ton of people that I follow to begin with. So, But when I get stuff I don't like, I mute it. I don't really necessarily unfollow it. I just mute it so I don't have to see it. And once in a blue moon, I'll go through the list. Like you were saying, you, you don't really curate yours. If I see something, like I don't even remember why I'm following this person, then I'll get rid of it, but never as a statement. Muting is great because yeah. the best. people who don't like you, yeah. they have no idea that they're muted. Mute's the best. And they're just shouting into the wind. Yep. It's fantastic. But then occasionally they get through somehow. So I've been I've muted this person over and over again, and somehow they still get through it. I don't understand how. So maybe I'll investigate that later. Cody, hmm. I'm gonna go cap. I'm not too like I work in social media, but I don't like really go into it and like unfollow people if I don't like you and I follow you. I'll just would you, would you guys fine. be offended if somebody unfollowed you as like a statement? Like if nah. if all of a, if I unfollowed you tomorrow, Chris, would you take that personally? Well, it would take a while probably for me to notice. I wouldn't be looking for that. That's what I mean. But if I was I looking mean, for John that- I mean, John Ireland unfollows and refollows Greg all the time. If you if you noticed that I was no longer following you, would you take, why did Travis do that to me? Yeah, I probably would. You would. Yeah, wouldn't you? I guess. If it were so like a, a friend, but not some random person. Well, no, I don't think a random, but you know. Yeah. There's a lot of intention in that. That's not something yeah. that accidentally Again, so happens. So, like Justin Fields has to physically go in and unfollow the Bears. It has to have something click in his mind. I don't want to see this anymore. Caleb Williams coming to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, um, Love Is Blind. The first six episodes dropped last week. I watched all of them in the one weekend. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was a great use of my time. I'm, I'm being serious. I really enjoyed watching this this season. So. Uh, there's this one girl again. If you don't know what Love Is Blind is, these people meet in these like little pods. They can't see each other. They talk for a long time. They get engaged before ever seeing each other, and then they have to get married within a month after seeing each other for the first time. So it's all like very accelerated um, love story for reality shows. So uh, this one girl, Chelsea, is talking to guy Jimmy, and she says, "Have you ever been uh, mistaken for a celebrity before?" And Jimmy's like, "I don't know. I, not really." Chelsea's a flight attendant, so Jimmy asks Chelsea. Oh, like, what about you? Do you have a celebrity lookalike? And she says, oh, I don't know. I, don't, I think it's like MGK's wife, girlfriend. He's like, Megan Fox? So you look like Megan Fox. And so his brain, obviously, sure. goes in a certain way. Um, Chelsea does not look like Megan Fox. <laughs> and she does realize that she has to meet him at some point, And he is less than pleased. And it clearly has stuck in his head that he thought she was Megan Fox is not Megan Fox. So, comparing yourself to a top five hot person in the world is setting yourself up for failure. Andy, factor cap. I mean, it's fact for 99.9% of the population. <laughs> that is fact. You are not likely to hit that bar if you're talking about the 0.1% of the most beautiful people on the planet. F? So, I got a quick question for this. Is this, what's the woman's name? Not Megan Fox, the woman. Chelsea. That, is, is Chelsea... She's just, pretty. Do, she's pretty. Yes, she but she's not Megan wrong, Fox. She just picked the wrong person. Uh, yes, it's. Okay. She could have maybe. I don't even know what her celebrity look like would be, but it just should not be Megan Fox. Yeah, it, it, no, ne- never ever do that. Even if you are somebody that is beautiful or, or particularly handsome, pick somebody in the middle so you can be pleasantly surprised along the way. If you pick Megan Fox or Brad Pitt, you're doing it wrong because you don't look like Megan unless, Fox okay. or Brad Pitt. Unless there is like a passing resemblance where you could be like, all right, I I see it. I don't think you're twins, yeah. but I understand what you're talking about. So like she said, like I got 
told this when I am a flight attendant often that she looks like Megan Fox. And that's how she said Is there she any chance it. that that's true? I have no idea. She actually went on her TikTok yesterday and she said, hey guys, all the people who said I look like Megan Fox would be a nice time for you to speak up right now because <laughs> she's getting raped through the coals. Morales, fat or cap? Uh, fat, I, I think, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Don't compare You're yourself. You're setting to, yourself up for failure. Yeah. Don't compare yourself to anybody. Be your own self. Exactly. Be beautiful in your own way. Be funny in your own way. You can do it. Trust me. Yeah, it's like her her uh, closeness to Megan Fox is like my closeness yeah, to Jennifer Anderson. Yeah, it's not close <laughs> at all. Uh, Cody? Yeah, I'm going to go fact. Don't worry about the noise. Just be yourself, like Chris said. You compared yourself to Shohei the other day. Oh, Parker. Parker said that. <laughs> Parker said that. I'm, I'm offended. Thought, I'm offended for Cody. <laughs> I think that's a great comparison. It is. I like Shohei. That's it, Em? We're- yeah, it's we're over. We're on our time. I've been told that the clock doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't. Yeah. The show never stops. All right, I'll the go for 15 more minutes. Stopped. I have a bunch more questions. Gonna, do you, speaking of, do you like have like a long list on your phone or something? You just I have a list on a Google day? Doc, and I have some that I can I can uh, that are that are evergreen. I have some that are old. I don't delete all of them all the time. So yeah, I, I can I can go 15 more minutes if you guys want to. Do you ever get a celebrity lookalike that comes around to you frequently? When I was younger, um, there was a period when I had long hair. And it was, a, it was around the time. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh my God, it was awesome. Jason Statham. I, okay, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to Statham. But there was a period where Ray Fiennes was doing this movie called Strange Days, and he had long hair. I got told by a few people that I looked like Ray Fiennes. I have been told since day. both he and Joseph Fiennes' his brother have began losing their hair themselves. I've still been told a couple of times. Again, there's other people bringing it up, not me. Ray, Ray Fiennes, Fiennes. That's, that's a good one. But the most excited I've ever been, swear on my daughter, this actually happened. I was in a Target, and somebody chased me down with a DVD of a Jason Statham movie <laughs> to tell me how much I looked like Jason Statham, which was incredibly exciting because everybody knows he is who I've decided is my spirit animal, and I've tried to model myself after, essentially in order to just... Make all of this work. Sure, sure. Do you have one, Chris? I don't see it. I don't see the Jason Statham. You're better looking than Jason Statham. Well, thank you. Uh, I get a lot on social media, Joey Fatone or Dan Webitard, and I'm like, those are are two of the greatest compliments ever. You think you're dinging me with those? That's great. No, those are good. Yeah. I get Jeb Bush. (laughs) Well, in 2000, that was pretty good. I I get Jeb Bush. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know how to feel about that. It's not the worst thing ever, but it's certainly not a compliment. Remove however you may or may not feel about him politically. Sure. Just from just a, the resemblance. That's not bad. The it's Bushes a, are considered a pretty good looking family. There's yeah, but Jeb's wrong with that. just kind of like the most middle of the road. You know who looks. But he has an exclamation point. <laughs> Barbara <laughs> was a handsome woman. <laughs> he was. I, I mean, sure. Bronstein looks a lot like Levitard. Yes, he does. Yeah, I would give him that. Like yes, a he does. lot. Yeah. Like the Levitard. great Adam Bronstein, of course, part of the team. You and Bronstein could pass for distant cousins. Not Distant Lovers is the Marvin Gaye song. Once you could pass for that, too. You could do that, too. It's you 2024. Too. Mike Trout is not taking the easy way out, Andy. He won't do it. No There's matter no how much you home. want him to do, yes. he's not going to do yes. it. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's next. It's Thank Travis you. Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. There's no <laughs> shortcut home. Eight minutes in front of 12 o'clock on the Travis and Sliwa Show. Nothing pumps you up. Keep that up, Cody. What are you doing? You don't pot down Rocky Four, the soundtrack ever. I'll come in there and slap you around like Drago. Like Rocky did to Drago. <laughs> After three rounds of getting... Beaten to death. It was just supposed to be an exhibition match. <laughs> then the 5-2 Rocky Balboa <laughs> attacked Ivan Drago. It was, it was 6-5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe this was training montage number four No, 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 no. This is him driving around Philadelphia. With flashbacks. Oh, flashbacks, right. Shifting gears. Yeah, yes. yeah. The, 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 the oh, shifting I, gear scene. I stand correct. In the Lamborghini. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hearts on fire. Yes. That's Russia I, I, with... The unprecedented, dare I say, back-to-back montages. It, it has four in the movie. Well, but in Russia, when he's training, you have the beginning of the Hearts on Fire montage. Then Adrian shows up. They wordlessly just look at each other. Yep. He understands why she's here. Then we go back to Hearts on Fire. <laughs> I've never seen that in a movie before. It's so good. And you got to remember, this is Cold War times. Yes. Well, the very end, because Rocky ended it with boxed with pugilistic diplomacy. And then Chernobyl happened a month later. <laughs> really? No, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I think oh Chernobyl God. was 86 and Rocky IV was 85, right? So it wasn't that far off. Pretty Roughly sure. the same area, yeah. yeah. All it took was chopping Drago down. They should have done, the, a, they they done like Rocky 4.5, and they fly Rocky into Chernobyl, <laughs> and he figures out how to get the containment. It was his, it was well, Rocky's. Sort of, mini mania, mini mania. Yes. Yeah. It was Rocky's Rocky. idea to build the, <laughs> the, the coffin, basically, is what yeah. they called it. At that point, it's sort of Rocky and Rambo combined. Like, <laughs> you're basically gonna, combining gonna, those characters. Cross the universes between the two. I never got into Rambo much. First Rambo is uh, First Blood, which was yes. not called Rambo. It was First Blood. Is a great movie. Really, it's much really darker. Really, very dark. Yeah. Well, he comes Denny. back from Vietnam, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So he's basically walking through a small town in Oregon, and Brian Dennehy starts messing with him for no good reason, and that's your movie, right? <laughs> and the, they decide to kind of pick on this these, guy. Not these Oregon police yeah. pick him up basically as a wordless drifter. Yes, and they kind of won't leave him alone. Right. They can't get any information out of him. It's very clear he doesn't have a home. He's going through before really we talked about a ptsd right and these police push him too far and oh. that's when kind richard krenna shows up and says you have no idea who you're messing with that this is not the person to push right. his buttons and he's not they the do one anyway yeah 
and it ends like that. And then he becomes an action hero after that. He was not an action hero no. in this movie. No, he's just a guy. Yeah. Just Good. a regular guy. No superpowers or anything. No. Nope. A guy and Other a guy. Other than being 5'2 and being able to snap a guy's neck. Like Kiefer <laughs> and, Sutherland in 24. And then in Rambo 2, or whatever that movie was called, he went back to Vietnam and saved all the POWs by himself. Right. Well, like, listen. Got like 25 guys out alone. Listen. These things happen. <laughs> it was an impressive accomplishment, I guess. It was a very different time. It was. It was. The reason we're talking about the easy way out is because Mike Trout will not take it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.